Welcome, Welcome to the Gus and Zach Learning Hour. I'm Gus. I'm Zach. And today we have a very special guest, nine-time Emmy Award winning, Nor Blankenship. Anyways, you want to tell us what happened that day? That day? Yeah, that, that day. Um, so I'm pretty sure that's from uh, when I was in Paris uh, as a young child. I have no memory of that event, but that's just a picture. That's So how do you know it's you? Because um, on my computer it says that it's me. But it doesn't look like you. Well, I think it does. Actually. You look Especially a little different you, now. No, if I... I, yeah, because I I was like three when that. Well, nor you have but you do look you're different. No, but I, but that that I was three when that, that doesn't look like you. See, I'm 17 now. That picture was taken when I was three. You sure? Yeah. Okay. We'll believe you for now. All right. All right. Uh, so we're just good. Oh, uh, the today's episode is about history, specifically yeah. very old history, yeah. ancient history, in fact. Nor our friend Nor here is a bit of a historian and expert. So. Expert. Starting off, um, how much do you know about Percy Jackson, and where does he fit in within our historical context? Okay, well, so, Percy Jackson, honestly, uh, I don't, I wasn't a huge Percy Jackson guy growing up, to be honest. Um, I did watch the first movie, uh, but I never read any of the books, but... you watched the first movie as well? I did. I watched the first movie and read no books. Yeah, same, same thing. So, but, uh, you know... Percy Jackson is grounded in mythology, of course, from, you know, ancient Greek mythology. Um, and it's a lot of people's kind of, that's where all of their knowledge of mythology comes from. So they also get a lot of, I guess, maybe misconceptions from that and stuff, such as like Hades, you know, like uh, Hades being evil, for example. Hades isn't really evil. He's just kind of a guy. But he's like the leader of like hell. Well, yeah, but it's not, it's not really hell. See, they didn't have heaven and hell. They had like the underworld everybody went to the underworld everybody and, and um everyone, and so like, everyone so every single person went to the underworld did the gods go to the underworld um no hmm well we can think about that uh usually mm, i guess not demi well no demi gods did go to the underworld but they got to go to a special place which was like paradise um, but your average Joe kind of got thrown into this, uh, soup of souls that just kind of went around I, in the underworld. I have an interesting question. At the time, did anybody go around claiming to be a demigod, but they just weren't? Um, if you say Jesus, you're going to get in a lot of trouble. Well, yeah. Alexander the Great claimed he was the son of Zeus and like oh. genuinely believed it. Was he? Well, I mean, um, we, we know about him today. I know about him more than I know about any other demigod. Right, but... (laughs) Well, see, uh, Alexander the Great, was he? I don't know, because he died of a fever in Babylon, so... um, You know, he kind of... Yeah, I mean, he kind of took a fat L there, but... um, So, do you believe that you would have been... Do you believe you're a demigod? No. I don't no. because I'm a Muslim. Do you oh. believe so? If I do that, that's um that that's a sin. That's actually. a sin. It's if a you sin. believe you're a demigod, yeah, it is. Do you actually. believe yeah. that? Uh, could what if like, hmm. so like the whole idea of a demigod, you're part god, right? Part human. Yeah, part human, part god is like a demigod. Half god is what it means. So, Jesus would be a demigod. Well, so actually, no, because according to Christianity. He's fully God and fully human. You would know that if you went to church every once in a while. Well, yeah. see, no, so basically, because the Christians believe that, most Christians believe that, that Jesus was, has two natures. Well, that is a whole complicated thing with this, uh, lots of history. But basically, generally, Christians believe that Jesus is both fully a man and fully a human. Or fully a, fully a God, I mean. Fully God and fully human. Okay, so. All right. That that makes sense, I guess. Well, Whatever. so I mean, kind of. Nor I, we pulled up a bunch of historical would you rather's. And, yeah, like oh, we'd like to ask quick. you a couple. Yeah. All right, Something. would you rather have a Pegasus or Cerberus? That's actually. I gotta say, no, no, no. quickly, no. because I'm assuming people on the podcast might not know what Cerberus is. Could you explain okay. to us what Cerberus so, is? So Cerberus was the basically the guard dog of of uh, the underworld in Greek mythology. Um, and so he was a three-headed guard dog, uh, and famously Hercules, like, 
tricked him with like treats basically and just like mm -hmm. like basically fed him treats so that he could bypass Cerberus because basically Cerberus was there to prevent people who weren't supposed to be in the underworld from going to the underworld. Okay, so what would you rather? Um, I would have to say Pegasus. Just flying horse is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Pegasus is pretty cool. Yeah. I would probably say I would do the Pegasus because Cerberus has proven his worth and in intelligence yeah. ever since Hercules got by him. Yeah. But at the same oh, yeah. time, I think that's kind of on Hades for trusting a dog to yeah. guard the entire underworld. Yeah, a giant three-headed dog. Did he yeah. think that a three-headed dog, they would have three brains, and so they would communicate, and that therefore better be able to guard the underworld? You know, that's Probably. it's possible. I mean, it's not in the sources, but, you know, we don't know. We have to guess at that point, you know. So. Okay, because I, what I was thinking, right, I have two dogs of my own. Yeah. Someone tried to break in my house. Yeah. They'd yell a little. Right. They wouldn't do much else. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're kind of dumb. They're dumb as bricks. Right. Let me tell you that much. Right, right. If, I, if I have, like, if somebody, like, throws a treat, they're running after that. Or even, not even a treat. If you, you know the thing with cats where you shine a laser and they run yeah, after yeah, the laser? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. My dogs will do that. Mm-hmm. So oh, they're dumb. Yeah. They're dumb as bricks. What? I don't imagine Cerberus was much different. Yeah, probably not. So, probably not. I mean, he was a dog, ultimately. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, but... Was he like a pit bull? I that's usually actually kind of how he's depicted—a sort of pit bull, a pit bull. A sort of big. Because pit dog. bulls are like a you know evil. Well, they're also <laughs> they're also uh, <coughs> they're dumb as bricks. Yeah, most dogs are. Pretty most dogs dumb. are pretty dumb. If I were to trust an animal with guarding the underworld, you know what I would trust? What? A dolphin, because a dolphin. dolphins are smart. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Dolphins that's are true. smart, and they are also evil. You know they're they, evil? Yeah, really? They're evil. They're evil really. They, they, like, run around, and they'll, like, they'll, like, beat up fish for no reason. They're not even hungry. The ancient, Greeks, the they, ancient Greeks were actually quite big fans of dolphins, so dolphins, they might not have viewed them as evil. No, but dolphins really? do a lot no, of, like, yeah, evil yeah. stuff. Like, a group of guys, they'll... And, um, they, they do bad things. They do bad things, I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so what else So, well, you said the, the Greeks were big fans of dolphins. Why? Um... Well, base, basically, we do have a lot of art and, um, like, you know, from, like, uh, vases and this kind of, those kind of things um, that just depict dolphins, like, depict people riding dolphins. Some, I think there were a few ancient That's Greek. Awesome. Yeah. And there were a few ancient Greek city-states that, uh, I think, had dolphins as their symbol. Um, you know, so, I mean, I think, I mean, you know, Philadelphia, Philadelphia's flag, in my opinion, kind of sucks. I think it would be pretty much better if we had a dolphin on our flag. I mean, you have a I think flag we, for Philly? Yeah, there is a flag. It's, like... It's like blue stripes with a yellow stripe in the middle, uh, and it has like a coat of arms, and it's kind of boring. And... That does sound kind of... Nor, yeah. when you say there were drawings of people riding dolphins, uh, do you think they actually did that? Because I don't think a man could fit on a dolphin. Well, and if, sorry, I mean, if I may continue, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if they did not ride a dolphin, what do you think compelled the dude to be like, you know what would be awesome if I drew fan art of myself riding a dolphin? Well, so I think actually, so dolphins are known to be very playful and friendly to human beings. So I think, I mean, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think I have seen people kind of sort of like riding dolphins or like holding on to dolphins and dolphins swimming. But you're right. I mean, a fully, dolphins aren't necessarily the biggest animals. So um, I think people also just like to draw mythological things and things for fun, you know? So, um, yeah, you know, they... I mean, you know, that the the Amazons, for example, you know, they didn't actually really exist, probably, but they are depicted in Greek art quite a bit. Um, always being defeated by the men, of course. I, I have a question. Uh, uh, gnomes are depicted in a lot of different uh, cultures. Of being that's another... Real. Yeah, okay. Do you, okay. you think gnomes are real? Uh, I have found no evidence uh, to myself. I know, there, that... I know there's no evidence out there. I mean, I'm going into anthropology, archaeology. I could maybe go find some gnome bodies for you to study. Uh, if I go out and do that, would you be willing to study the, the bodies? I mean, sure. I mean, if, if gnomes were proven to be real, I think it would be a pretty big discovery. A pretty big discovery? I mean, like, but like... Like a pretty significant, very yeah, significant but what, discovery. What would we even do with that information if we figured out gnomes were real? 
I mean, I guess it would, pr I think it would prove that there's in another gr uh, species of intelligent life on Earth. Yeah, but what if we just assume... No, they're not that smart. But, like, they're dead, though, now. That's they're they're dead, and they weren't that so, smart. So, like, they're, they're extinct, alive. you mean? I oh. mean, actually, I guess we don't know. Well, though. if they're extinct, then they'd just be, like, every other, like, like, you know, like, all of those, like, the ancient people we find, like, the homonyms and stuff, like, the, yeah. the related species, but they're mm. not actually human. It'd be like that. It'd just be like, okay, well, these people existed, you know, that's cool, I guess. Actually, they yeah. found a species of um, ancient homonyms on this one island in the Philippines, and they were, like, 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 like this tall. So they, How tall they, was they, that like, for the audience? That's like gnome size. Uh, that's like, I don't know, they were like three feet tall. Max. That's gnome size. That's like, that's nice. so that, maybe they were the gnomes. They were probably they were the gnomes. gnomes. Yeah. They, they were probably the gnomes except, that we're talking about. Except that I, maybe if they, you know, you think they wore their hats? Uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we, we can't know that, the gray, unfortunately. The gray beard, uh, unfortunately, like... we can't know any of that information. It doesn't yeah, survive to the modern I, day. I get it. Cause I picture you... gnome, I picture hat, gray beard. Right. Little old guy. Have you seen Gravity Falls, Nor? Um, not a little bit. A lot of gnomes there. A lot of gnomes lot in of Gravity gnomes. Falls. Yeah. They talk a lot about gnomes, mm -hmm. and I think, you know what else they talk about in that? They talk about the CIA. And since the CIA is real and in Gravity Falls, I mm -hmm. think it is only mm -hmm. normal to assume using the mm -hmm. same logic that gnomes are real if they're in Gravity Falls. Yeah, and Gravity Falls is owned by Disney, and Disney's one of the largest corporations in the world, so... Right. Disney would be able to cover it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's true. I mean, and Disney's pretty evil. Do you think, but, um, do you think Disney really? will create like a real, like a, uh, like an actual like mascot? Like, do you think they could genetically make a Mickey Mouse, like a real mm -hmm. Mickey Mouse that somehow Eventually. science advances? They make a Mickey Mouse that legitimately believes well, he is Mickey Mouse. Aside that, that it would be an offense against God, um, I think it, that they in the future we they probably could do such a thing. I think they might. Like they probably yeah. Imagine probably like yeah. Imagine it's like Disney's like. Hey, we have the new Mickey Mouse exhibit. It's legitimately Mickey Mouse. He believes he's Mickey Mouse. He has the memories of Mickey Mouse. He is Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Would you <laughs> would you go see it? No. Um I oh, would yeah. not actually because oh. it would probably be an unimaginable horror. Um, no, but he's cute. <laughs> he's cute, and he, but he's cute. He's he, like, they allow him run around on Disney. How property. big would? How big is Mickey? He's like he, seven feet tall. Yeah, he's seven. <laughs> he's, he's massive. But he's, like, he's like really kind. He has no anger. He, he has, has. He has. Well, he has no anger that we know of. He hasn't yeah. shown the, any signs the thing. of aggression. See, what if he's? You know, he has one rule. You can't leave the park grounds. And he's like, what? And they go, you can't leave the park grounds. And they're like, he's like, okay, I guess I'm Mickey Mouse. I can't leave the park grounds. But no, but no. But here's the thing. He doesn't want to because they've genetically engineered him to not want to leave Park Grounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's perfect. So he's fine. He's perfect. No, he's game. so happy. Yeah. But well, he just happens to be a seven-foot tall Also, though, I just, like, have no desire to, like, go to, you know, any, like, Disney... You like, should go to a Disney nothing? parks. Yeah, I have, like, no desire Nor, to Nor, I'm going to take you to a Disney park one day. Well, you're, you're, we'll Your mind will be blown. You're going to love it, Nor. All right, gonna, well... You, you like Star Wars, right? Uh, yes. Sure. Yeah. Oh, there's so many actually, Star Wars. Well, I, yes, I would imagine since it's a Disney property, although it kind of ruins Star Wars somewhat. No, but, the, but let me tell you, I man, mean, the Star Wars... Pick it up! Star Wars rides are uh, pretty awesome. There's one called uh, Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. We're going to take you on Rise of the Resistance. It's such an amazing ride. To the audience, well, it's you go through, it feels like you're in a movie almost doing this whole you thing. You do. It's like a 20-minute adventure. Mm, that's cool. It's awesome, Nor. Uh, and, you know, you, you can, uh, that'll be, you will, it blows everyone's mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you're going to love it. All right, so uh, what else you got for me? Well, Nor, the, what I was wondering, okay, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. like, it was just nagging at me ever since I've met you, yeah. and it is, uh, my eyes are up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which ancient Roman, Greek, whatever, dictator slash emperor would you like to be, given the choice? Who would I want to be? Okay, well... That's a good question. So, I mean, my favorite Roman emperor is Marcus Aurelius, because he was, like, basically, like, the wise, probably, like, one of the wisest Roman, like, rulers in world, in world history. Um, you know, he, he was just a pretty cool guy. Which Caesar? Just Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. See, because Caesar's a title, actually. Yeah, so, so like, okay, I, so Julius Caesar, Julius, Julius Caesar. well, so Julius Caesar is pretty cool, um, it was a very successful politician until he got assassinated by a bunch of senators in the Senate. So, um... Yeah, that would suck. Right. Um, 
it would suck a lot. So uh, I would probably not choose him. You know what? I would choose the Emperor Augustus, maybe, because Wait. he was, like, super successful. With this question, do you yeah. become the ruler and you just live out his life how he lives, or would you become the ruler and then... Just walk around today. Just walk around, Oh, like, today. Hmm. Like, if you were... Like, if I was, like... Do you get the Julius Caesar mindset? Do you just actually become him? No, no, you're, you're, you got your mind, but you are him. Oh, yeah, yeah, wait, so, like, you could just go in the, you, you might not get stabbed if you're Julius Caesar, you could fix it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. No? You think he... There's no universe where he fixes it. Well, Julius Caesar, he did all his bad... What, that so like... if I'm Julius Caesar in the modern era, I still get stabbed to death? Yeah, like, imagine you're... By, by who? No, just imagine, like, imagine you're the pr- president... And then you go to Senate, and then every single one of the senators stabs you. Wait, wait, at that moment, it's not the... So you couldn't become him before he just declared himself, like, all ruler king? Okay, you guys are thinking way too deep into this. <laughs> Which, like, whose life would you like to have experienced? How, there we go, that's a good one. Um, yeah, you know what, I would say, uh, hmm, that's a tough one, that's a tough one. I guess you know what Emperor the Emperor Augustus the first Roman Emperor he had a pretty cool he had a pretty chill life. What do you do? Um, well, he's probably one of the most success he's probably one of the most successful politicians in all of world history. Um, and he was ba- basically he was like Julius Caesar's adopted son, but he was actually his grandnephew. But basically, after Julius Caesar got assassinated, he basically like embarked on this like epic twenty year story to avenge Julius Caesar effectively, and then that ended with him becoming the emperor of the of Rome, like, like John Wick, awesome. like John Wick. Sure, yeah, um, um, sure. Fueled by hatred. Um, fueled by hatred. Except yeah. instead of his dog getting killed, it's his grand uncle. It, it's his grand uncle, right? So basically, yeah. So Augustus, he just basically like completely like wins like he you know if he's the main character of his story like he completely defeats everybody and just is paramount well like power. okay so like who do who did he like who did he go did he just like kill every single one of the senators or what did he do um so he like he he did kill a lot of senators actually there was these things called the prescriptions so basically he and his buddy mark antony who was like one of uh, julius caesar's friends mark antony uh yeah like the song uh, like, yeah. Like so, the Latin pop artist? Yeah. Was he around then? Uh, no, not the Latin. Like, this is another guy. Oh, okay. The original no, Mark Anthony. They're talking about, he's talking about Mark Anthony Sr., his dad. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay continue. Okay, whatever. So basically, um, basically these two were like, oh, well, now we have political control of Rome, um, so now we want to, like, avenge, you know, Julius Caesar's death. So then they basically created these things called the prescriptions, which have uh, happened once before earlier in Roman history. But anyway, basically the prescriptions were, is that they got a list of their political enemies, and then they would publish that list in the forum, which is like the center town square of Rome or whatever, and they would publish that list, and those people... Um, if they were on that list, their lives were forfeit and anybody had the right to kill them. Um, and if you killed them, then like you would get a reward from the state. It was just a public ex, it was like a bounty hunting, but you know. Yes. So like thousands of people were just like massacred, um, in there. Yeah, it was. And, uh, and then their property was seized by the state to pay for, um, military campaigns so yeah this guy seems like he was like this guy seems awesome this guy seems awesome do you want to be this guy well (laughs) this is the guy you want to be you said which roman emperors here's the thing a lot of roman emperors don't end very well it's because back then things just they worked a little bit differently they were okay with you know just the public mass execution well see that's the thing that's true i mean the romans like loved blood sport I mean, you know, the gladiator yeah. games, chariot racing, cru- I mean, they crucified a lot of people, yeah. um, although that wasn't a sport, but, um, well, see, when I said Marcus Aurelius originally, I said Marcus Aurelius, but, and, you know, he lived an okay life, and he didn't get assassinated in the end, but at the same time, he also spent, like, most of his rule fighting a war, and, you know, that doesn't seem very fun, whereas Augustus, you know, once he achieved political power, he kind of just sat in Rome for, like, 30 like years and did nothing yeah. now nor <laughs> do you think that uh if you became uh so since you would like to be the man who executed thousands do you think if you uh came into power today you mm. would employ the same tactics and what problems do you think it would solve um 
Well, I don't know if I would employ the uh, mass execution tactic. I, any reason why? Um, well, I think, see, I would probably follow the Julius Caesar tactic initially, which would basically Julius Caesar... Destroy democracy. Well, no. Exactly. Let him finish. So, basically, here's the thing. I, I, actually, I have a thing to say about that, by the way. But, basically... He's for it. Um, no, 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 no. No. I'm saying... No. Let finish. Let me finish. Hold on. So, first off... now. First off, um... Uh, part of the reason why Augustus killed all of those people was because, um... Uh, was because Julius Caesar didn't kill all of the people he had just... Because Julius Caesar got power because he fought a big civil war, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But when he won the civil war, he was, like, super chill and was like, don't worry, guys, we're friends again. I'm in power now, but we're we're cool. I'm not going to kill any of you. Um, so then they killed him. So then... <laughs> um, so then... Um, Jerks. Right, so then Augustus was like, well... No more n Mr. Nice Guy, I guess. So then he killed no more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> do you think he said? Do you think he? Do you think he, he got up to the throne after his granduncle was killed and went, "All right, no more Mr. Can, nice can you Guy." Can you say no more Mr. Nice Guy in Latin for us? Oh God, no, that's hard to. That'd be hard to figure out. You know Latin, though, right? Um, I four years, right? Four years of Latin. You can't say no more Mr. Six, nice guy? six, actually. Six years. Let's bring we it out. We no don't more learn, Mr. Nice Guy. We don't learn spoken Latin. Um. You know, keep talking, I'm going to figure it out. Okay, sure. Um, so, basically, um, I mean, he might have said something similar because he did famously walk into the Senate with soldiers, which was something that was illegal, but he was like, I don't care. So, um, that's awesome. Yeah, so, uh, basically, that's why Augustus killed all of those people. Um, now, what? so I would, I think if, you know, if I was trying to gain political power... I mean, like, what? Essentially the same. Uh, thing. That's wrong. That's just completely. <laughs> that's just completely wrong. Right. Um, he, just, he just goes, "Ultra, no more, Mister Nice Guy." <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Sorry. No, 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 no. Um, keep talking. Keep talking. So we'll figure it out. No, we'll no, 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 no. Hold on. I think you're just. There we go. Let me. Okay. So, um, so, so do you think? Like, there are so many great quotes <laughs> that I've. I've done some cursory research on this right. to prepare for this episode, okay. and I found a couple, a lot of instances where they uh, said very, like various rulers said some awesome quotes. Right, there and are a like, lot of awesome they, quotes. From how much, history. how much of it do you think was like stuff they actually said, and how much do you think was a writer saying, "Oh, this would sound awesome"? If they, like, so that's actually a super good question. So, um. A lot of the a lot of the time, a lot of you know historic like historians and stuff from antiquity were not contemporary to the people they were writing about. Right. So, you know, if if I'm writing, if I'm a historian writing 150, 200 years later, and I'm like writing about what some guy who lived 150, 200 years before me said, um, it's unlikely that a lot of what they would be saying would actually be. Uh, I, I have true. a counter argument. Yeah, those old guys had a lot of time. And I imagine, <laughs> that's true. Like, let's say Greek time, right? Whatever. Yeah. You have some Greek guys who are like, all right, I want some quotes to let my legacy be out there. It's like, I'm super cool. He writes a quote. hundred years later, these rulers are like, man, I got all this time. <laughs> I can leave my legacy for some cool quote I'm doing. He spends a week thinking of a quote. He's like, there we go. I got it. Uh, may God be my, uh, I, I don't know. Lover or something stupid, you know? Uh -huh. Is that the best thing you can come up with? Hey, listen, I don't have a week like these guys do, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I well, think that fast. So, but I, that's my <laughs> argument. I think that they did make them. Now, I feel like the translation might have been lost a bit, but I do believe they probably came up with some goofy quotes. Uh, no, I mean, well, because then I was going to say there there are historians who were contemporary and even, like, literally, like, eyewitnesses living in the time and, like, seeing these events happening. Right. So they would record... Um, okay. probably some, you know, real quotes and stuff. So do so. you, I, I guess, is that, like, Zach, you might know a little more about this going into anthropology and all, but, like, is that the primary reason, like, we know things about that period of history? Because, like, is, is it, like, that and, like, you know, like, records of, like, rocks and stuff? How do, how, like, how do we know? How do we, all of I this mean, happened? essentially, it's just, it's based off just text at the time and just, like, yeah. 
witness well, accounts. Of so it. it's, I mean, we we can t- infer from the artifacts that you find and stuff like that, but genuinely, it is just a assumption that what they're saying is correct. Yes, that's true. Like, so basically, a lot of so ancient with ancient history, like ancient Roman, ancient Greek history, I think upwards of 95% of everything that was written is lost. Oh, just completely... Do you know the guy who wrote about all the philosophers in Greece? Uh, There's a guy... Well, I'll just explain. There's a guy in... That essentially all these philosophers, all these people, he wrote that they all essentially died in some crazy way. Like, he just made up some crazy stories, and we have to assume this is fact, because he's the only one who wrote about it. Like, he said that one of these philosophers... They died because a turtle was dropped on their head and just died. Like Mario well, Kart. Yeah. Well, so actually, well, so that is that is true. Sometimes we rely on single sources, and that can be very uh, difficult. So that's where historians try to, you know, infer based on what we can, like what is, like, separating the fact from the fiction. Uh, as for people dying from things being dropped on their head, that actually happens... Uh, Several times in antiquity, most famously, there was this one Greek king who was fighting in a city, and um, his he was fighting a soldier in the streets, right? And then basically, the uh, he killed a, uh, a guy, and then the mother of the guy who got killed like saw this, so she dropped a brick on his uh, or a roof yeah. tile on yeah. his head, and he died. <laughs> I, I think um, this is a long running joke in the history. Like these guys are like, all right, no one knows how this guy died. I'm just gonna say something got dropped on his head because it's really do funny you, and stupid. Do you think they competed to see who could come up with the dumbest thing? Yeah, the, yeah. the guy. You think the turtle guy won? Like some guy, the turtle. Yeah, definitely. Like some guy, like got chased down by dogs. Apparently, like a, a philosopher, like a very famous philosopher. Uh, it, it recorded. Apparently got chased down by dogs and was eaten. Um, I don't know how you end up in that situation where dogs are chasing you and you get eaten by them. But it's it's very just stupid, like, history stuff like that where I'm like, did that happen? I mean, maybe because things were so crazy at the time. But, like, like, the thing where a turtle gets dropped in your head and you die, it's like... You know what's crazy? It's like, we think about history as, like, so much happening and, like, it being crazy... But there's, like, hundreds of years between, a, a, like, these events. Like, apparently, the, the like, pyramids are closer to the dinosaurs being around than they are to today. To today. Like, when they were constructed. Uh, no, it's that... No, the, I, I think it's, it's that, closer it's that, to Caesar than we are. Yeah, there. no, it's that Cleopatra and, and Julius Caesar and stuff is closer to us than to the construction of the pyramids. That's crazy. It is mm-hmm. crazy. Like... Yeah, like the pyramids, the pyramids, the pyramids are unfathomably yeah, old. Yeah, time feels strange because it's like not even three hundred years ago, America was founded. Like before that, there's like country, like people go for like all these crazy like spans. Like people, there's like someone, uh, I think someone's grandfather even today was like uh, John Adams or something, or like John no, no, Adams there's uh, John, John, the president. I think John Tyler has a living grandson. Yeah, that's something crazy. Like that. Yeah, yeah, like these people who are like around at almost the foundation of the country, they still have like you know direct lineage of grandparents. Oh yeah, I mean America's a very young country, obviously, and I mean when we're talking ancient history, yeah, it's like, even crazier. Um, but with what we know about history, I mean ninety five percent, yes, like ninety five percent at least of ancient texts have been like just completely lost, and we just have no record of them. Uh, so what we do have is very precious, obviously. So from what we know about history, we know about from his, from what historians were writing. Um, and then, yes, we have epigraphic evidence, which is like inscriptions and stuff, what people wrote on rocks and this kind of thing. Um, and then we have the archaeological, you know, what le- what is left of the, in the archaeological record. Um, and, I mean, it's very interesting because sometimes all we have from a culture um, is literally, like, their garbage. Like, all that survives archaeologically is, like, literally, like, a garbage dump from, like, their civilization. And then, like, you know, the pottery and stuff that we find in that is, like, super valuable, or, uh, or hopefully super valuable, because then we can, like, know kind of what was their material culture like, but, you know, you can't get that much from a garbage dump. But, I mean, imagine if 2,000 years from now, all that survives of, uh, your house is, you know, yeah. your collective of garbage, you know? You know, I mean, they'd probably be able to get out what I did from my garbage. They'd be like Diet Coke cans. That's yeah. true. Coke See? Zero cans. The flarp. They'd probably bring up the yeah, flarp. Yeah, the flarp and a... But, that's but, flarp. Then, but here's the thing. Then they would wonder... See, this is the thing, is that without records, sometimes the garbage dump is, might not be accurate because, you know, you have all of these Diet Coke cans, right? So then they might think, 
they could say, oh, he, you know, you consumed a lot of Diet Coke, but maybe they think that you were a manufacturer of like, that there was a major manufacturing center of Diet Coke nearby or something, and that you were like That'd be central it. to a Diet Coke. <laughs> they trip. probably would. They probably would I have better. a lot of soda in my house. He'd be like, is he trying these out? Is he getting them for free? Like, you know, these, um, this family went through so many soda bottles in like a week. What's going on? And, you know. Nor, what do you. Like, so let's say the internet is gone, and they can only rely on, like, things like that, like garbage and stuff. Yeah. Let's say I, I like, inscribed in a rock that Zach was the smelliest human being alive. He yeah. had a stench to him, man. Right. And then I hid that. Would people thousands of years in the future write stories about how bad he smelled? I mean, I'm not sure about whole stories. However, it would be your mark on history, because assuming that that inscription survived, yeah, like, I mean... Yeah. Here's the thing. Think about how many people have lived. There's been like 110 billion human beings who have ever lived in all of human history, including those who are alive today, right? And so, like, basically, you know, out of those, like, tiny, 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 tiny percent of them, you know, actually leave their mark on, on history and are actually, like, remembered for anything. So when we find an inscription by some guy, you know... Um, it's very valuable and kind of gives yeah. us a glimpse into It's just the assumption that we're going to find it, you know, because, like, I'm assuming we're not, Gus isn't the first guy in history to think, if I write on this rock that my pal is really stinky, it'll be really funny. Because we, we don't Oh, of course that, not. But people back in the day, they also laughed as well. Like, there was definitely people, like, during, like, Pompeii or whatever, when the volcano were up there, they were like, this is pretty stupid. You're <laughs> 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 laughing and stuff at the time. Well, like, Pompeii is actually super interesting because, yeah, we actually have a lot of graffiti that survives from Pompeii. Really? Yeah, because uh, basically, you know, when the city gets covered in volcanic ash, everything yeah, yeah. gets perfectly preserved. Yeah, you can see, like, people's humans' bodies. And right, stuff so there's, and there's stuff. like, what's left, you know, there's, like, um, so it's actually not actually their, it's, so it, it's not really their bodies, yeah, it's basically... It's... The superheated ash, like, when it landed on their bodies, it basically, like, vaporized them and then left, like, a husk that's, like, made out of, like, That was probably ash. a little painful. Um, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Might have a little. Slowly being covered but, in volcanic um, ash and burning alive and then, like... Yeah. Uh, um, yikes. Although, no, although, actually, we have, we have some uh, evidence of people, you know, with some of those bodies are, like, people who are asleep and that kind of thing. Although, a lot of people also have faces of agony. Like, you know, they they were asleep, and then they're, like, frozen in sort of a screaming state. So, yeah, they probably how were in a lot of How fast do you think pain. it happened? Like, a minute? The explosion? They think, you know, like, I'm saying, like, how long do you think they were in pain? Like, a minute, oh, 30 seconds? It probably wasn't that long. Five Depends. seconds? It probably wouldn't be that long, though. I mean, if... Because, I mean, if, you know, the ash and, and rocks and stuff was probably falling down pretty Did quickly. you know the so. process of drowning is, like, you're, like, still conscious for, like, ten minutes? Wow. Almost. That's like, terrifying. You're, you're in, like, pain for, like, a long time. It... That is wild. That sounds like a fun way to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so Pompeii is very valuable because of all this, like, stuff that survives from there. Um, including, actually, there's a library in Pompeii where all of the, all of these scrolls got basically, like, carbonized. So they actually got preserved by the, the uh, eruption. Um, and they're actually still decoding those scrolls. And a lot of those scrolls contain works of ancient history that were lost Do you think, uh, like, to us. So now well, that's exciting. Do you think, like, at when they all built the town around the volcano, they were like, did they, did they know that the volcano was, like, a thing, maybe? They just assumed that maybe if we pray to God enough times, like, we'll be fine, and, you know. Yeah, who's the city planner? Cool. Like, who was, do you think they ever looked inside and was like, that looks a little dangerous, but at least, it's pretty far down. We're good. So, um, <laughs> do you think they had, like, a city planner named Carl who told them everything would be all right? So, and then, and then when it exploded, they're like, damn it, Carl! Well, <laughs> and then... So, the thing is, is, um, Pompeii, um, it, when they were building it around there, uh, that volcano, um, see, I don't think, they didn't really have a sense of, like, geology and how, like, volcanoes, like, you know, about tremors and, like, signs that a volcano would explode and how long it takes to, so basically, it was like, when they founded the town, it was probably just a dormant volcano, um, and so, basically, because the thing is, is volcanoes were considered, I believe, the realm of uh, the god Vulcan, um, or uh, Hephaestus, who was the, um, like, the, the, the smith of the gods. So, like, 
when he was angry, then volcanoes would erupt. So the idea was to keep them happy, keep him happy and keep the gods happy. And if the people were religious, so yes, actually praying to the gods and being religious and, and, and praying that the volcano doesn't explode, um, or actually not praying that volcano doesn't explode, but that they don't get punished by the volcano exploding. Yeah. The whole idea you know, though of like, to be fair, like I, we, we think now that we know more science and stuff like that, you know, like all oh, this religious stuff, blah, blah, blah. But to be fair, humans interact with each other. Their actions have direct consequences of other people. So like, it's like, I say something evil to you, you might be angry, you might do something bad. It's like, oh, well, that's a direct consequence. I'm assuming as a general mass, you see this giant volcano, and you're like, holy crap, yeah, something must be going on that I don't know about that's creating this, and then it erupts. Yeah, must it be just, my fault. It know? just makes sense to, to, to think about, like, you know, if I do, like, I talk to someone and they're, you're right, like, if I do something yeah. and they're mad... Then they do something back at me. That it must just... make sense. If, like, the whole community does something bad, then, yeah, the volcano's gonna erupt and we're gonna die. We deserve this. <laughs> right, so basically, well, and so actually, very interestingly, Pompeii was renowned. It was, like, the Las Vegas of Italy. Oh, like, really? Yeah, like, there was a lot of, like, um, elite, or not elite, well, yes, probably illegal, uh, what some Romans would call immoral activity. Lots of gambling, lots of, you know, um... I see, look at that. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, it was just like Las Vegas, uh, pretty, in that sense, um, you know. <laughs> and the whole world was probably, at the time, like, yeah, they deserved it. It's yeah, all right. Was it like the New Jersey? In terms of, like, scumminess? Like mm -hmm. Atlantic City, New Jersey? No, you know, it's a lot like New Jersey. New Jersey, no, because it was, it was like, but it was like a fancy place. Like, it was okay. considered, like... Like, okay. it was considered kind of immoral and, like, sort of, like, morally low, but it wasn't like New Jersey where it's, you know, just, like, like actually... Like, right. I would say the closest equivalent to New Jersey, uh, if we're talking about the Roman Empire, would be probably Britain, the province of Britain. Um, Britannia, as it was called, was, like, the last main province to get conquered, and it was always the backwater, and it was always the poorest province, and it was always a huge waste of money to send troops there, it, and people, and if you got, if you were a Roman soldier and you got assigned to Britain, that kind of sucks, Is to it modern-day Britain? Is that... It is modern-day yeah. Britain. It is England, specific, England and okay. Wales, specifically. The Romans never really conquered Scotland, so, or Ireland. They, they were so. always just fighting each other there for that, like... For Eng like when the Vikings showed up, when like the, in like Norway, they they this one king, he like spent his whole time like we're gonna take over England and this is it. No, I have to, this. I have to say, it is shocking the amount of blood that has been spilled over yeah. the Isle of Great Britain. Yeah, it's I like mean, it's it. I don't think it's worth it, frankly. I, I think mean, it's probably just because of a. I imagine they all fought each other there. Like, you know, Europeans were like, all right, we're going to start fighting each other. You guys can, you know, take each other's money. And England ended up being this place where all the money was. And they're like, oh, well, all the gold's there. We might as well go there. And they, then the person who takes over realizes this place is a... Well, the a fact of the matter is, is that there actually was no gold in England, uh, really. They, they, um, again, it was the poorest province always. The one thing that England had going for it, or, uh, you know, Britannia, was that uh, it was always historically a great source of tin, and tin is important for making bronze. So basically, yeah. you take tin and copper. And copper is, like, super common, but what's rare is tin. So Britain was valuable for its tin reserves, basically. The, so, yeah. So do you think it also had anything to do with the English Channel? And, like... What, the, the, the backwaterness? The, the... No, like, the, the people wanting it. Do you, oh, like, the people wanting it. Oh. Like, geographically. Well... I don't know. Honestly, the English Channel is actually an obstacle to conquest. So um, I think it was always kind of considered sort of a mysterious place. Julius Caesar actually invaded Britain twice. Um, and he didn't stay either time because he had a terrible time there. Um, he almost lost the first time. And then he went back a second time, I guess, to make sure that they knew who was boss. Um, <laughs> so that's why I go to New Jersey every once in a while. Just show up. So well, here's no the thing. There. See, because the the you know Julius Caesar basically conquered modern day France. That's what he's most famous for in terms of like expansion of the Roman state. Um, and modern day, you know, they were the Romans considered anybody who wasn't a Roman or a Greek a barbarian. Um, but Makes sense. but yeah, for the but for the the ancient French, the Gauls as they were called, um, they did have a certain level of civilization. Like they did live in cities and stuff, and they weren't quite maybe as advanced as the Romans necessarily, but they did they were you know they were actually 
you know, pretty civilized, as you might call it, even if the Romans regarded them as sort of lesser people. But the Britons, the Gaul, <laughs> the, the Britons, <laughs> my God, I mean, Julius Caesar hated them. They were like the worst. They were like as barbaric as barbaric got. The Gauls also considered them super barbaric, even though they were related to each other. Um, to the, be fair, they, yeah. uh, you know, they took over the world then. The British? Yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were like the underdogs. They were like, you guys all think we suck? Yeah, well, we're going to colonize all of you. Well, <laughs> they that like was... A, yeah, you on the British side? After, after... They were on a rampage. I'm not on... I'm just saying, like, they Let's got... Let's see, that was after they... So they did that after... But here's the thing. You know what? It wasn't the Celts, though. Here's the thing. The British... The ancient British people were Celts. So they were like, you know, they're like... They were related. They were the same people as like the Irish and stuff. Um, yeah, but the then British were, uh, the Celts. They the, were from they were from Wales actually. The Celts in England don't uh, exist anymore. Um, they don't. They they've been they were oh, yeah. driven to. So they they either were driven out to Wales, Scotland, and Ireland, um, or so basically Britain. What it, the English are descended from now? They're um, mo- there's a lot of French blood. A lot of German Germanic blood from the uh, the, the Anglo Saxons. Uh, lots of there's some Viking blood in there, which is again Germanic, um, and you know lots of just foreign influences. Yeah, so the, right you, now the Viking the Vikings took over England in uh, the direct lineage yeah. of the monarchy. It goes back to when the when the Vikings first right. Took over. So you might say that it wasn't really the it wasn't it wasn't the ancient Britons who conquered the world. It wasn't the same people. It was well, a yeah, different yeah. group of people. It was just the people who happened to be living in England. Um, I just mean more like the, uh, you know, the morality of the, <laughs> the, around the English flag. I guess. Not that they did anything, uh, you know, not, not that they were really good people. Probably one of the more evil people in history because of the, uh, all of it, the thousands of years of yeah, colonizing I mean, we, and pillaging. We know. And us Americans, we escaped them. <laughs> and then Barbados. They escaped as well recently from the Queen before she before she left. Before she kicked the bucket. Before she her. left us. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So. I'd like to bring up something. Yeah. Very quick. Uh. Still, I, I was thinking about this earlier when you were talking about the would you rather, who would you be in history, and but uh, I I always thought this one guy was kind of funny and just mm-hmm. pure cruel. Yeah. So like he was the Pope and this guy. He uh, I, I, he did something stupid to him, and he just didn't like him. But he hated him so much that he got buried. He dug him up and then put him on trial. Oh yes, body. I heard about this. Like oh, he was which like, pope was it? I forget. I don't know, but he was like, oh, you're, which he's like, was you're dead. Actually. And he was like, I hate this guy so much. I'm gonna put him on trial with his dead body. They had a guy there pretend to be him and like pretend to like talk. And then the pope would go, "Shut up! You can't talk. <laughs> you don't have any right to speak." Like ick. Like ick. Yes, yes. So yes, the cadaver synod. Right, I remember. So yes, basically, um, yeah. Um, so yeah, basically that was, so that's basically part of this period of papal history called the pornocracy. And I kid you Mm -hmm. not, that's the actual name historians use for it. Alrighty then. Um, and, uh, basically it's this period from like, it's like this, I think it's from like, the 700s to like the 900s maybe of basically like the sort of dark ages of the papacy where like nothing good really came out of the the pope or the catholic church i mean there was tons of immorality lots of you know that kind of thing like putting a dead pope on trial and stuff yeah, they just and like crazy stuff. one there was one story one story uh there was one pope who basically uh, was having an affair with with a nobleman's wife, and then the nobleman caught him and then threw him out of a window and killed the pope. Because <laughs> he was having an affair. That's he just wild. killed the pope? Yeah, he just threw the pope out of a window. That's wild. The, at the time, like, the essentially, like, the, the like, oh, like we said earlier, like, the demigod at the time, he's like, you're done! Out but the window. But stuff like that just happened. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. wild. Like, yeah. It's because, in my opinion, the reason we have become so much more, like, kinder to each other, to extent, <laughs> and so much more, like, liberalized and stuff, I believe that the found, like, America becoming one of the first countries to become really free in this idea that we're, like, equality to an extent, obviously it didn't start out, you know, super great, but we worked on it, and we're still getting better. I think that, like, led a spark for every other country to become, 
Because, like, look at everybody now. Like, if you look at most countries, they're all, they all have, like, the title of, like, republic or democracy in them. Whether or not they're actually following that or not, you know, they might be doing some trickery, foolery. But overall, the world's trying to lean more towards a human beings are human beings, not just, you know, gladiators for us to throw yeah. in and fight each other. Yeah, let's see. The uh, the only countries that aren't republics or democratic republics or whatever is, uh, let's see, there's the, or that don't claim to be democratic. Uh, there's the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, the Sultanate of Oman. Um, I think, I think all of those like kind of Gulf countries and then the Sultanate of Brunei, which is yeah, in like well, Southeast think Asia. Think about living under like a king right now. Like imagine like you're just like, yeah, I have the no British. Right. I, yeah, yeah, so, but that's like such a puppet monarchy. Imagine like legitimately living under someone. And you're like, yeah, there's a king, and like, you know, who I don't have there, any rights. You know, who wanted there to be a king, Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. He tried yeah. to hire a king. He tried to get a prince from Prussia. He literally contacted yeah, 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 him, yeah. asking, "Hey, can you want to be the new king of America?" Yeah, I heard that. Story. And then everyone else was like, "Hey, no, that's against the entire point." Well, they yeah. wanted George. Wa he wanted George Washington at first, and then George Washington was obviously yeah. like, "Nah, I'm good." He's like, um, yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah, George Washington was such a, such a. I mean, we talked about it a bit, Gus, but like, he like he had slaves. He like he did like this weird thing where like he would like watch them while he worked, and then he would hold them to that quota because like he was like, I know you work more when I'm watching. I want that to be the standard. And then yeah, like how yeah. like he wrote off in his will like how like he'd have his like slaves stay alive with Martha, and then like once like she dies, they could set him, they can be free or whatever. But then like Martha was like, no. Yeah, it is like a lot of American history is whitewashed to a point where it becomes incorrect. Like, like not not like whitewashed in that sense, but like whitewashed to the point where they like take out all the bad stuff. Like George well, Washington, I feel like you know, and this is I'm not the definitely not the first person to say this, but there are like it does get to a certain point where if you simplify people down to a certain point to being like all good. Then it just get it becomes meaningless. Like, well, I mean, yeah. George Washington is, for all intents and purposes, the um, one of the gods of the United States. I mean, if he he literally is it in the Capitol? I think in the Capitol, which is you know like the the, the con Congress, like he's depicted on the ceiling yeah. as as the god Jupiter, the king it's of very, gods. It's very human nature for us to do that. I don't know what because like it was the idolization was, of great leaders. Guys. They were just like they they were literally people like us founding a country. Like they didn't even think it was gonna work. They just like made no. It. They were actually they were all like kind of Roman history like nerds to be honest. Which is why um, isn't that isn't that crazy how like in the old days like Alexander the Great said he was a demigod and people believed him and nowadays we have like George Washington depicted as Jupiter. Like, not that much has changed. No, very little has changed. And, um, although there is a different, I, I would say there is somewhat of a different, I don't think George, I think George Washington, based on the, what we can see in the historical record, was pretty humble, humble and didn't want to really be elevated to that status at That's all. True. But then he did po posthumously after he died. Um, but Alexander the Great, he... He, he knew what he was. He knew what he was. Yeah. And then there were people who continued to worship him as a as a sort of yeah. god after he even after he died. There was a cult of Alexander. You know, you know who did something um, cool? Napoleon at the time? Like mm -hmm. his way of like conquering, he was like the most like he was like he would go up to people and be like, I don't care what you guys do, I don't care what your religion is, I don't care what your race is, just as long as you go like, Hey, you're cool. I, like he would like I think he even like uh I could be wrong, you could correct me, but I think in, like, Islam, he, like, even, like, prayed of, like, some of them as well, and he's like, yeah, I'll join you guys here for a bit if it means you, like, listen to me. Well, Napoleon's relationship with Islam is actually, is very interesting and subject to a lot of, uh, debate and research. Um, he did seem to speak pretty positively of it, because uh, he, but part of that could have just been a political ploy, because he did invade Egypt, yeah. and, uh, you know, foreign invasion people don't take kindly to, so he was possibly just trying to placate well them yeah that, that's exactly what like, he was doing but i mean but the extent that he still showed that like oh yeah you guys are you know whatever i still think that's it's a step in the right direction <laughs> in, like, oh no a lot of it's such mean, an evil history i mean napoleon is considered one of the great i think like sort of lawgivers of uh history um i mean napoleon's a very interesting fi uh figure uh you know great Pause. military conqueror i'm gonna quickly grab myself another beverage oh yeah I need, a, I, I need a beverage. Would you like a sparkling water? Uh, sure, that'd be lovely. So, Nort, when you, like, ugh, when you talk about, like, um, 
Like, how did you develop this like for ancient history? Uh, well, my dad is a historian. That's not free, by the way. Mm-hmm. How much? Twelve uh, fifty. Yeah. Um. You can so, pay it over time. It's fine. Can I do uh fifty? Fifty percent now. Fifty percent. No, later. no, 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 no. Can I do? Uh, wait, twelve fifty. You said. Can I do yeah. like? 48 um 50 cent installments 48 50 cent installments so 48 50 cent installments or it's 12 dollars plus i'll pay the last pay the last installment will be an extra 50 cents a dollar yeah okay sure all right if you paid 48 paid within the next hour you said 50 cents if you paid 50 cents 48 times you'd be giving us 24 dollars no so that's fine so that's whatever Okay. But you can do that. Paid within the next hour, though. Wait. Oh, okay. So well, all right, all right, all right. Anyway, what was your original question? Oh, how'd you get into in history? Oh, into history. history, right. Well, my dad's a historian, so I guess that's it, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, you know, he got me into history from a very early age. I remember I was watching, like, World War II documentaries at, like, the age of six and that kind of thing. Oh, that sounds normal for human development. Right. And, like, that that sort of thing. So, like... You know, that's what, you know, I mean, sure. It, it, you know, it might not be the best thing for a six-year-old to watch necessarily, but, I mean, yeah, it turned you know, out how I am. I don't know, there's a, I, I feel like, well, you talk about history, those kids back in the day, they've gone through a lot of stuff. Like, they would just, like, well, there'd be wars, atrocities. I mean, even World War Two at the time, think about it. Imagine being, like, five and, like, your childhood memories is in, like, some evil camp somewhere. Yeah, that happened yeah. for a lot of people. I know, that just happened less than 100 years ago. And, like, now, like, our, our biggest problems is, like, you know, what's going on in whatever our goofy lives in the suburbs, but... Yeah, yeah that's true. So, guess we, uh... Have we hit the hour? Well, it's 2.30. I don't know if we... We haven't hit the hour, yet. so... We'll go, we'll, we'll go a little longer, but for... Okay, we'll go a little longer... Well, we'll start this by playing the Zach and Gus number game. Oh, okay. oh yes. And it's this yes, game. Yes, here we go. It's this game that Zach and I came up with. You're mm. more of a humanities guy, so you might not be as good at it, which we understand. Okay. Because you're like really like, you know. You're not. Your brain you're not as bright as us. Yeah, we're pretty smart, and okay. we spent a long time coming up with this. But basically, mm. the idea is I'm going to say a number. Like, I'm going to say a number. Zach's going to say a number. And you have to say, like, a different number. And there are rules to the game. Mm -hmm. And if you can figure out the game, if you can say the right number three times in a row, then we'll say you figured out the game and you win. And we'll give you a prize. Okay, wait. Say that again. So basically, yes. how, you have to figure out what the rules to the game are. Oh, I have to figure out the rules. Okay, fun, fun. I'm going to say a number. Right. He's yes. going to say a number. Yes. And you are going to say a number. And we'll tell you whether or not you're right or wrong. Okay. Got you it. have five tries to get one right. It can be any number. Maybe mm -hmm. well, it can, it, you have to try to figure out the rules. Yeah. So uh, okay. and we're gonna give you five. But there's like a pattern and stuff. It's like a, yeah, I see, I see. If you get none right five in a row, you lose. Mm. Okay. If you get one right, then you have to get a second one right within the next five. Yeah. Okay. And if you can get like three, if you can get like three out of five one time, yeah. then you win. Got it. All right, I'll start. Seventeen. Twelve. Seven. Wrong. Wrong. All right, we'll go again. 49. 223. 67. <laughs> All right. Three pi. Uh, 2.43. Uh, 6.78. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. This isn't your day. All you right. got two more tries, okay? okay? <laughs> Ready? 87. 33. Uh... 627,000. Close, but not there. Not there. Okay. All right. 54. 21. Mm, 49. Sorry, buddy. This isn't your day. Hey, you, you got better, though. You're getting closer every time. You're getting closer. Oh, yeah. All right. I mean, if anybody at home wants to try the game, you know, there is a pattern. You can figure it out. We, you, you we came up with it. You know, we came up if with it. If you play the game... If, if you really listen to what, to the numbers we say and you go along with his guesses, you can figure out the game. It is somewhat complex. Yeah. And know that he was getting closer every single time. Like, yeah, okay. I, I heard the numbers, like, oh, maybe, and I was like... 
Yeah, no, nope, he, he was getting better. Just as dumb as I thought he was. But. Yep. <laughs> so that so that's the number game. And you're playing with the sauce. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we put, we put out these sauces for them to use and like play with. And uh, no, we have to do more of this. We gotta we gotta talk to the camera. We haven't talked to the camera that much. Oh yeah, let's talk what to the camera. Yeah, talk to the people out there. What if I absolutely pound this? Just like. You know what? I will oh, give you, I will um, give two dollars if you pound it for the audio listeners out there. Nor is a nor is a has hot a packet, mustard in his hand and a, a packet of McDonald's hot mustard. This is, in what, his this hand. is what happens when you watch World War II documentaries as a kid. You you at want six years old. At six years old, you <laughs> want to drink the hot mustard so bad, and like it comes. Like he was over here. If you even paint, he was like fiddling with it. You know. Yeah, we we cut out a lot yeah. of him just drooling. <laughs> yeah, he over was like the table. he had almost his mouth like get back to talking about you. He's like, <sighs> like dude. Yeah, this has been going on for almost six hours, but you know. If you want to go for it, I'll give you a dollar. Uh, what a do you, you said two dollars. I give. You, I will give you two dollars if you drink. That How about five? Five. Five dollars. No, you will get five dollars uh, from the Gus and Zach podcast. Yeah, okay. actually, you will. Okay. okay. Well, what's what's our number at Zach? What would you? Can you see? I can't see that far. That is. You know what? Because I'm editing. We are at fifty six minutes. So. Alright, we're at fifty six minutes. Okay, we'll I, I have, I, have some, I can bring in some other topics. Yeah, we'll, we'll do, we'll do a little we'll more. We'll do some more. All right, uh, this is like a just squeeze it in your so mouth. So for our audio listeners, this is a yeah, get a, little, get a little closer for the camera. Okay, yeah, well, let's hold it up to like, the camera. This is coming from okay. our pocket. Uh, our here we are. Here, right. No, no, no. Hold on. Okay. I'm, I'm eating. By the way, this is a day old. Um, I imagine they last for years though. They <laughs> yeah, probably they last this forever. Is it from Taco Bell, right or no? No, McDonald's. It's McDonald's. This is hot mustard here. Hot mustard. And audio listeners, he's about to eat this whole thing for five dollars. Five dollars. Oh. That oh, is, he did not as that is so barely he, he scratching like a lick the off surface. The top. It probably would have been easier if you just ate it on. If you just went after it, vomit no, outside. You're, gonna, you're probably gonna vomit. Yeah, then. that is like a hard. I don't know why you're doing it all at once. That's not a. Uh, I want to see the bottom. Yeah, we we want to. Well, and while you're working on that, Zach and I will talk about some of the other things that you can. So we'll talk to the audio and uh, video listeners out there. Yeah, we uh, you know, if you haven't already, if you're finding us for the first time, follow us on the Instagram. Beautiful artwork on there. Beautiful artwork. Our Absolutely podcast amazing. art is by Jaywan Kim, incredible, uh, incredible artist. He's doing a great job. Almost made us want to pay him by Not. how well he did. Not quite good enough to pay him. Still angers me every time you mention wanting to pay him. I never, well, thought he, never crossed my mind. He didn't want to pay him. Thought never crossed my mind. Um, you can also email us. I'm going to leave a link in the YouTube description. And you can email us questions. And if we have time and we want to, we'll answer it. Uh, let's take a look at the mustard packet. It's gone. Ooh, that's that's some good work. I, it's gone. Yeah, I'm sure you can see it up there. We're not paying you. That is some really good work there, you know? You we're, have to pay more. No, we're not paying you. We're not paying, we're not paying you. you. We've gotten uh, the hour out of you. You don't get to press the no, floor button. No, no, this is for us. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, let me think of something real quick. No, I think I think this is it. This is it. I, I do want to pose one more question. One more for everyone to think about for a while. One would you rather. One. Okay. Would you rather. That's it. Stop stalling. Would you rather be really big or really small? Now, just let that sit with Now, when you okay. say really big... How big? Like, Jupiter-sized or, like, how, how big? How big do you mean? How big would you like to be? Well, that that, that kind of defeats the purpose of the question. Just, you say, uh, I'm just posing it for you for uh, analytical reasons. Just analytical reasons? Yeah, how big would you like I'll to put be? Out, I'll put out an Instagram poll. Okay, well, I, I will say you can be as big as... You are essentially... You are like wide and tall, so think like King Kong. Okay, I'm gonna put this pose. How small? Small. Think an ant from the movie Bugs Life. An ant from the movie Bugs Life. But you're human specifically. Size. But you're yeah. hu- wait, wait, wait. You're human sized. Yeah. But wait, what? But if you're human sized, but you're ant sized, how does that work? No, you're hum- Like you're a human still as an. Oh, ant. you're a human. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, you're, you're a human. human still Would as I have an to ant. deal with the cricket? Yeah. Hopper is there. You are a human, and you are running around in a bug's world. You will be. Have you seen the movie uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yeah, is that us? You will deal with those problems. They're smaller than an ant, though, aren't they? Don't yeah, they like, ride an ant? No, they yeah. ride an ant. You get you get that advantage of being able to beat them up, but it's still it's still yeah, a hard fight. Like imagine, like in real life, a human-sized cricket comes through the door your size and tries to beat the crap out of you. That'd be crazy. Yeah. So, like, which one do you guys choose? Just off the top of your head, then we'll. Like off this. the top of my head, I'd be little. I think, be wait, no, I think I'd be big, because you know what I want to do? What? I want to, like, run around and then, like, 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 slap, like, scare people in hot air balloons. 
Like they'd be up in the hot air balloon, and then I would reach up and almost touch, yeah. and like I'd rock them. You know what I'd do? I'd build a giant car for my giant body and just drive around. You would kill thousands. No, I'd only drive in the plains, though. The the plains, the Great Plains. You oh, would ruin like, like some Kansas. farms and farmland might get destroyed. But you would ruin the be crops. So awesome! So imagine you go super fast and then you jump out of the car. You I have to say, I'd rather be really small. Really? Why is that? I don't know. Just like being kind of big, like being too big, kind of. The thing is, for example, like, what would you eat if you're really, if you're that big? If you're really big? Uh, you'd have to eat, like, literal, you'd have to eat, like, cows. I, I imagine like, you're plural you, cows. I imagine a country adopts you as a weapon, and they gather enough food for you to eat. Right. So I like, would be the, I, the country that would recruit me would be the United States of America. And the country that would recruit Zach would be Russia in their invasion of Ukraine. Yeah. And Zach would be so happy. I would, I think, <laughs> I think I would just be small, you know, being small, you know, you need just being kind of cool. All right. All right. I guess if you want to we'll, we'll put it up to an Instagram poll. You guys can decide. Um, other than that, I think this is the Gus and Zach learning hour signing Finally. off. Finally got an episode. Thank you, Nor. This is episode one. If you liked it, uh, please let us know. If you didn't like it, you can shut leave. up. You can keep leave. watching. This yeah. is episode one. Give us a break for once, please. Yeah. That was really, be kind. It was really nice to be here. Thank you guys for having was me. Was it nice to all see right. you? Well, you're not leaving. That's fine. Oh, well, all right. All right. All right. Uh, well, you just stay there. Just stay right there. We'll just...